Welcome to our podcast, Hey David, where Grandpa Rod talks about life and attitudes, hope and success. Each week, he raises a new topic for David to consider. We hope it speaks to you too. We also hope you'll invite your friends to listen and that you'll share your comments with us. Here is Rod with today's topic. Hi, I'm Rod MacArthur, David's grandpa and narrator of the Hey David podcast. Thanks for listening. I want David to have the best grandfatherly counsel I can give. It could be that you'll gain some light pointers too. Welcome. Today I'm going to talk with David about additional mottos to live by. Self-talk is powerful, and repeating memorable mottos sets a positive path. It's always good to define your success. Hey David, it's Grandpa. Remember last week? We talked about phrases that capture the essence of who you are and who you want to be. Well, here are a few more life mottos. First, however, let's recap from part one. Faith always trumps fear. Check. Courage is love at work. Check. God is bigger than me. Check. God's grace is greater than my problem. Check. Faith in the future is power for the present. Check. The flavors in the fat. Check. Change is inevitable. Growth is a choice. Check. It's not what you want to say. It's what they need to hear. Check. Believe what you believe. Check. I look at this list and I think, wow, that's a lot of powerful positive pointers. So let me start with a repeat from last week. It's just too powerful not to say twice. Faith in the future is power for the present. Do you believe what Paul said? Quote, We know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to purpose. End quote. Intentional living, because of love for God, is the key to a blessed future. Hoping for it fills today with the will and the strength to carry on. Sometimes the blessing is delayed by the process. I mean, going through difficulties without quitting hurts. The blessing is on the other side of the challenge. When we endure the process, we reap the benefits. As Jesus said, quote, The one who endures to the end, it is he who shall be saved. End quote. Knowing that God brings blessings through difficulties gives us the strength and the will to endure now. Humble strips on the shoulder of a highway let you know when you start to drift. Life has a way of doing the same. Life gets bumpy when you get off track. I love paved roads. I like comfortable driving or riding. I suspect you do too. Sure, adventure abounds in going off-road, but that brings a lot of bumping around, potential danger to the vehicle and passengers, as well as significant reduction in progress. You can always tell when you bear off the highway. 
Even with your eyes closed, you can sense it. Life is like that. Jesus said, come follow me. He wants to give us abundant life, not rocky roads. Stay on his path, do life his way, follow him, and life will be good. If you find that difficulties and obstacles keep jumping up, maybe you've ventured onto unpaved paths. Remember, the bumps come when you get off track. You have two ears and one mouth. Be sure to use them proportionately. Listening diffuses hostility. Dialogue resolves issues. Don't you hate it? when what you're saying comes out wrong or when it comes out right but is taken the wrong way? It's sure easy for people to jump to conclusions and take offense when no offense was meant or should be taken. This is where effective listening and kind conversation makes a huge difference. Relationships do not need to blow up or ghost away. God has provided tools for us to work through tight spots, and remain together as brothers and friends. Jesus' directive is simple. Go to your brother. Give and take talking, that is, listening with a heart to hear and understand, is the key to healing. Diffuse and resolve equals pleasant life. Pausing to analyze and assess before committing to anything, saves a lot of grief. Challenge everything. I saw this on a billboard over 20 years ago. A new year of auto design was about to be released. The billboard had a picture of a sleek new vehicle. Other than the automaker's logo, the sign only said, We challenged everything. Imagine that. A new car that didn't merely ride on the laurels of last year's model. What if I'm like that? Whenever someone poses a course of thought or action, what if I pause to challenge the concepts before naively accepting them? Imagine the growth potential. Challenging everything has great upside potential. You've heard the phrase, mail it in. It tells of one who simply goes through the motions without attentive participation. Do more than show up. Come ready. Be present. Three areas of life where this is obviously true are family, work, and church. Follow my thinking here. Absentee fathers and inattentive husbands damage their children and wives profoundly. It requires more than paying the bills to provide the security she needs and a growth environment for them. You must invest your heart, time, and ear. Quote, How long have you been working for the company? End quote, he was asked. Quote, Ever since they threatened to fire me. End quote, he said. You gotta do more than punch the clock. The man is paying for your best effort. Show up heart and soul and do the job like you are working for Jesus. For family, work, even church, being present and ready is far better than just showing up.
Life's chaos and uncertainties make me wish for a safety belt. My relationship with God, my tough time tether. OSHA requires harnesses for working on high-rise projects. Rock climbers use them too. Even Nick Willinda was strapped in as he walked the wire across Niagara Falls in 2012. David said, quote, The steps of a man are established by Yahweh, and he delights in his way. When he falls, he will not be hurled headlong, because Yahweh is the one who holds his hand. End quote. I know that, like David, while I hold his hand, I will never be shaken, even if I stumble. Such assurance is too wonderful to downplay. My relationship with my Father keeps me safe. It is my harness. Make it yours, too. The saying, no river rises above its source, is obviously true. This is especially true when it comes to setting the norms by which you will live. Nothing rises higher than our source, our Creator. Follow Jesus. Live above. We each face the same pressure to blend in, society's norms. Is it an unwritten expectation that urges us to go along? But Jesus urged, quote, Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who enter through it. End quote. Am I willing to override social standards and rise to His? Are you? That is, according to Paul, the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Following Jesus, deciding as He would and doing as He directs, often sets one at odds with the world. But the world can't save me and isn't worth my devotion. Only Jesus claims those honors. If I want to live better, I'll follow him. David, you will always be more effective and impactful when you mesh with a team, even if it's only a team of two. We, not me. I just did a snippet of research. I wondered if any pro athletes ever took a pay cut just so the team could sign additional players to make them better. I found several. Like you, I think their salaries are outrageous, but that isn't the point. Quote, I will sacrifice my desires so that we can reach our goal, end quote. This was the point. Teams working together who depend on each other have power and advantage. Give them a goal and they will pull together to get there. As you traverse life, always remember, we has greater impact than me. Purpose-filled living is powerful living. Using your minutes and hours in serving others will fill your heart. To serve others is to live. Our church bulletin has this tagline, quote, showing the love of Jesus every day, end quote. We chose this after considering an alternate. 
quote, loving God by serving others, end quote. They're both powerful statements. Think about Jesus that he once said, quote, my food is to do the will of him who sent me, end quote. He saw many villagers approaching him. He didn't even have time to eat. They needed his gifts, and he knew it. Just like serving those people was food to Jesus, you'll find how rewarding and filling it is to serve others. It'll fill your life with goodness and a sense of purpose. People still need help, just like those ancient villagers did. Serve them and really live. Now here's an undeniable truth. Procrastination eats into productivity. Do it now. I gleaned this beauty from W. Clement Stone, motivational speaker. Procrastination destroys good intentions. I've had super ideas vanish from my mind because I didn't pause to write them down. Last year, I was unable to fix a fungus problem on my pear trees, pear trellis rust, it's called, because of knee surgery. Fixing requires moving the infected spots from the leaves. It is tedious and time-consuming. This year, the problem has magnified because I didn't get to it last year. I might lose the trees. Notice that the excuse is legitimate, but the damage is the same as if I had been lazy. The point is, David... Address problems or ideas at the onset. You'll minimize the damage and preserve the great idea. So just get up and do it now. Why settle when you can have it all? Good is best's worst enemy. Is good enough really good enough? You were made in God's very image and have untapped potential. What are you fully capable of? Imagine how your world would get better if you operated at full capacity. Whenever I am doing poorly, I know it, and tend to kick myself into gear. But when I'm doing good, I tend to be satisfied. My best is left waiting because good satisfies me. I think it's good enough. When Jesus said, quote, let your light shine, end quote, He had more in mind than faithful church attendance and being pleasant around people. These are good, but there's more. Don't stop there. Get involved. Be someone's evidence that Jesus cares for them. Imagine how big a difference you can make when you push past good all the way to excellent. Finally, we were designed to live habitually. For example, concern-free driving depends heavily on subconscious, well-trained behavior or habits. Control your habits or they'll control you. What is a habit? Do you have any habits? How powerful are they? Here's an online definition. Quote, a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. End quote. Have you heard this? Quote, good habits are hard to make, 
and bad habits are hard to break, end quote. You know it's true. Anyone who has given up smoking can testify. It can be done. Ex-smokers abound. They decided to quit, implemented a program, stuck it out, and succeeded. By controlling the habit, they became free. Many non-ex-smokers are still slaves. Some habits are simple, like trivial games on phone or computer. I wonder how many hours per week are frittered away because this habit controls. Some habits are irritating. Did I tell you about Joy, the newly married woman asking Grandma Linda if it was normal for a husband to leave dirty clothes lying around? She thought maybe he wanted to make sure she had something to do. He eliminated that habit before it ended their marriage. Some habits are serious. There's a reason we call them bad habits. Too many men get hooked on pornography. How many marriages are ruined and how many lives damaged by this and other pernicious habits? The good news is, any habit can be conquered. New and useful habits can be formed. It takes focus, determination, and time. Always replace the discarded habit with a new and better response to the stimulus. Whatever stimulates you to the behavior you plan to break, imagine yourself responding differently to that same stimulus. Begin building a new habit. If you stick with it and fight for it, you'll win. Control your life by controlling your habits. Promote the useful ones and eliminate those that control you. It's a clear path to success and freedom. David, I hope that these mottos will find a place in your mind, at least some of them. They have been very useful to me and continue to be. They can be helpful, powerful tools for your success, too. I love you, David. Thanks for listening. If you've got something worth holding on to from this blurb, come back next Monday. Next week, I want to talk with David about the people in his life. Who are you going to trust? How do you know? See you next week. Thank you for listening to Hey David. If you have thoughts, comments, or questions, please send them to rod underscore MacArthur at comcast.net. Rod will get back to you. Also, check out the church's website, www.churchofauburnwa.com. You'll discover a ton of information. You may especially enjoy the page Blurbs from Rod. Until Until next next Monday, Monday, have have a joy-filled week. week.